This is Real Estate News with Kathy Fedke. In this Real Estate News Brief for the week ending September 4th of 2021, new FHFA rules on the foreclosure bidding process, the for sale homes needed for a normal market, and the renters who don't think they'll ever become homeowners. I'm Kathy Fetke, and this is Real Estate News for Investors. We begin with economic news from this past week, and the number of people applying for unemployment has dropped again. The Department of Labor reported that 340,000 people filed for state claims last week. That's a decline of 14,000 from the week before, and the lowest it's been since the start of the pandemic. Continuing claims are also down to a total of 2.75 million, and the total for all eight state and federal programs is 12.2 million. That's down from 30 million at the peak of the pandemic. More disappointing is the August report on hiring. The Wall Street Journal has estimated an additional 720,000 jobs, but the Bureau of Labor Statistics reported a disappointing 235,000 new jobs. That's the lowest number we've seen in more than a half of a year. Job growth suffered the biggest decline in the retail sector. New government jobs were also down, along with jobs in the construction industry. The official unemployment rate is currently 5.2%. But of course, that does not include people who are not looking for a job. Meanwhile, home prices recorded a third month of record high price growth. The latest S&P CoreLogic Case-Shiller Home Price Index is up 18.6% in June on an annual basis. The 20-city index is even higher at 19.1%. S&P DGI Investing Strategist Craig Lazara says the data is consistent with the hypothesis that the pandemic drove buyers from urban areas to the suburbs. Pending home sales dipped a bit in July. The National Association of Realtors says they were down 1.8%. MarketWatch economists had expected a slight increase. NARS chief economist Lawrence Yun says the market may be starting to cool slightly, but at the moment there is just not enough supply to match the demand. Consumers are also feeling more anxious about the economy. The conference board says that consumer confidence fell to a six-month low of 113 in August. The worry list includes inflation and the spread of the Delta variant although there's some evidence that COVID caseloads have peaked in some of the hardest-hit areas. Mortgage rates are holding steady. Freddie Mac says the 30-year fixed-rate mortgage stayed the same this past week at 2.8%. The 15-year was up one basis point to 2.18%. And in other news-making headlines, owner-occupants are getting more time to buy foreclosures before investors are allowed to bid on them. The Federal Housing Finance Agency announced that it's extending the amount of time that owners have to view and buy foreclosures from 20 days to 30 days. It's part of the First Look program, first launched in 2009, to help promote owner occupancy and stabilize neighborhoods. The FHFA's acting director, Sandra Thompson, says extending the amount of time owner occupants have to bid on an REO property without competition is especially important for neighborhood preservation, while the supply of homes for sale is severely limited. The housing market needs another 1.5 million for sale homes to help fill that inventory gap. Analysts at Morgan Stanley say that would get us back to a housing market normal. That applies to both the resale market and the building market. Morgan Stanley strategists say that inventory is lagging about three years behind demand, and the number of homes needed could be as high as 5 million, depending on how you add it all up. That imbalance is reflected in the rate of home price growth, although data trek analyst Nicholas Colas says, While house prices are certainly trending above long-run growth rates, they're not yet as elevated as 2005 on an eight-year trailing appreciation basis. Many renters hope to someday buy their own home, but according to a LendingTree survey, 
Half of them don't think it will ever happen. LendingTree surveyed 2,500 people and 83% said they'd prefer to own their own home, but 48% said they have doubts about their ability to buy. So what's keeping them from buying a home? More than half say they can't afford a down payment. About a third said home prices are too high or their credit score is just not good enough. And a quarter of them said they don't have a stable job right now or they're not sure where to settle down. Some of the other reasons include student loan debt and plans to get married first. And that's it for today. Check the show notes for links and please remember to hit subscribe and leave a review. We really appreciate it. You can also join Real Wealth for free at newsforinvestors.com. And when you're there, you'll have access to our free investor portal where you can view rental property performance and connect with our network of resources, including experienced investment counselors, property managers, property teams that find you properties and renovate them to rent-ready condition, lenders who specialize in working with investors, 1031 exchange facilitators, attorneys, CPAs also who specialize in real estate, and so much more. And these people are recommended by our over 49,000 members at Real Wealth. So again, you can go check that out at newsforinvestors.com. I'm Kathy Fetke, and thanks again for joining me here on Real Estate News for Investors. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are provided for informational purposes only and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any securities or to make or consider any investment or course of action. For more information, go to newsforinvestors.com.